Hi everybody, welcome to Podcast of the Gundam Heroes. Today we're doing episode 41 to 44, and uh, Rolena, uh, in my opinion, earns her crown and rightful place as the queen of giving up. So <laughs> shall, we, <laughs> shall we investigate this? Uh, I mean, that's fair, right? I would say, again, yeah. to introduce everyone, Kubo, Serene, Vickis. Hello everyone, hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I feel that she... Uh... She tries absolutely nothing and gets nowhere with it, so... We've tried nothing and it hasn't worked. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess if we're going to jump right in, episode 41 has a new opening. Finally! Um, yeah, we've seen the same opening. Most Gundam series, at least the TV series, if they're more than like 20 episodes or so, have two different openings. And mm-hmm. uh, we finally get the Gundam wings a bit late. Uh, the new openings of Rhythmic Emotion has shots of Hero taking off in the space on the wing zero and... Gundam mm-hmm. pilots doing things, and it plays a song that we've and heard before. And it probably before. seems very good if the only other Gundam opening you've ever seen is the first one of this series. <laughs> I'll say it. It's I giving me shit because I think this one's good, and he doesn't. And I, I, think it, I think it builds to nowhere. And, like, I feel like this is... It's 80% of a good song, but unfortunately the 20% it's missing is, like, really important. They're like, <laughs> we made ice cream. Well, th- what, what, what cream did you put in it? Cream? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I, I completely agree with Ty. Uh, for me, it just, it just doesn't doesn't go anywhere. It, it tries, but it, it doesn't quite get there. I'm like, I should kind of like it, but I don't. Yeah, it doesn't have. At the least, the Gundam Wing does T pose in the middle of it. It does. So that's, that. one of, that's one of the great things. It do, but it doesn't have the aggressive saxophones that like 0083's opening has, which is real good. Oh, it does have the doofiest Troa face in the world. <laughs> Every time oh. it comes up, I die laughing. There, there is one part I do really like about this song, and that's. Every time they lead into it in the middle of the show, and they don't really do this in the opening, but there's like a 20 second lead in before the track starts. Of, well, no, no, I'm talking about like the robot voices and shit where it's just like, oh, are you like in the back? You can hear like yeah. quietly for like a good five, 10 seconds, and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then you're like, oh my god, is that rhythmic emotion starting up again? <laughs> and it sure is every time. <laughs> Yeah, so new opening. Um, we get the narrator recapping about how Romafellers are using Relena as a symbol of peace to consolidate the rule on Earth. And then White Fang is up in space and they have a new leader because Miliardo decided he wants to lead them for whatever reason. So, wow, we're setting up this sibling v. sibling Earth v. space rivalry. I'm sure we won't immediately throw that away. No. <laughs> um, the title of this one is called Crossfire at Barge. Relena gives up. No, so Crossfire at Barge, the episode yeah. title. No, she doesn't give up this episode. It's the next one. Um, so we cut to uh, the beginning of this episode is a scene of a bunch of these Oz trooper dudes on the satellite barge panicking because the white fan are sending dolls in. Uh, there's a lot of setup of them just yelling about shit and preparing to get attacked. One of the, uh, they don't even go anywhere with this, but one of the people on the satellite looks like Sayla, Char's sister from the original series. I don't know if that's supposed to be an for, or something. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, that's a Gundam right reference, they, I guess. They, they don't go anywhere with that. but Don't um, worry about was, it. She'll be dead soon. Yeah, no. Very dead. Uh, <laughs> the battle starts and the narrator says that this battle will determine the outcome of space. Because, you know, of course, it's the big satellite. Why not? The, the battle uh, that's happening right in front of her face. Narrator, narrator, you, you don't need to tell us this. We know. <laughs> it's right there. He wants to that's justify the his paycheck. 
Gundam Wing has a lot of trouble with that, where they can't establish anything as a decisive battle because they're not good enough at telling a story. So they repeatedly hey, have by to the tell way, you this, is, this is a decisive battle. <laughs> this is the one that counts. Trust us. Like we know the stakes make no sense, but we've only got like ten episodes left here. <laughs> like, we got some shit to pull together. So, um, the Sadichi, who is the White Fang, one of the White Fang commanders, uh, he's talking tactics to a bunch of his underlings. Um, Milliardo just kind of shows up in the Epion and starts flying out, and he's like, you should stay back. You're the leader of us. But, you know, it's Milliardo, so he's And I was like, fuck off. Yeah, and Sadichi's like, wow, he's still the lightning count. Isn't he great? Um, (laughs) Elsewhere on the Peace Million, Noin is uh, setting up the shuttle to go talk to Zex because she doesn't think that Zex is a complete lunatic like he's acting. And Spoilers, Quattro's, she's wrong. Yeah, well, she's as these episodes will show, she's kind of blinded by her love for him. So a little bit. Yeah, Quattro's saying like it's too dangerous. I'll go with you, and Duo and Troa are also going to because why not? Uh, back on Earth, Hero is in the Zero Wing Zero, blowing up shit on some base someplace. Really, this is just establishing that he's trying to get the space in a rocket. Uh, he's about to jump in one of these space-faring rockets, but Sally shows up in a jet. And uh, she's like, hey, Hero, I got something for you. And, and it, I know you guys were uh, waiting for this yeah. moment. Oh, it's we the heavy ready. arms. It's, it's back. It's the fucking heavy arms. It's she been gone found, for like 20 episodes. She found it parked in the ocean. <laughs> it yeah. was, I do love that over the course of the series, like, we've got to go to space is like this big impossible hurdle. And then later on, like, Duo's like, eh, I guess we got to go back to Earth. And then later on, they're like, we got to go back to space. But like, we don't really need to show all of it this time. They so act at like this there's point, this they're just toss to it when the show doesn't even give it the gravitas. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, they're just kind of like, oh, man, going to space. Have you filled up your card yet? Yeah, on the <laughs> six to get a slushy. It's great. Like, wait, wait, Hero, just... Hero, you're forgetting a Gundam we left on Earth for some reason. Here, just have it. We're not going to explain. Just have Don't it. Don't worry where I found this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Hero asks if uh, she found out where Troa is, but she doesn't know. These two don't know where Troa, that Troa is still alive right now. Uh, she doesn't know where he is, but uh, she thinks like, hey, Hero, you're a Gundam pilot. Just have this extra backup Gundam, bonus Gundam for fun. <laughs> Double Gundam. Uh, yeah, so uh, Hero's like, you know, this is great. I'm going to trust you on this. And uh, Sally's like, wow, I can't believe he's changed. He used to be this cold-hearted asshole, and now he's just this kind of an asshole. No, he's still a complete cold-hearted asshole. He's still kind of shitty to her when, like, she gives him a gun, and he's like, oh, all right. Yeah, but I mean, like, to be fair, up. she gave him the heavy arms. Yeah. Is, <laughs> what are you going to do? Sure. Um we cut White to elephant. the Romafeller Mansion place. I guess this is in Luxembourg, wherever the fuck they are. Uh, Marky Waveridge is wondering how uh, the Peacecraft children are fighting. Like, he's kind of doing this dramatic irony thing. It's like these two children that love peace are now fighting each other. Oh, this sucks. Zach, so if there never was a brother peace. and a sister in space and they had to fight each other, would that be fucked up or what? Like, that's basically it. Essentially, yeah. Um, <laughs> the rest of the uh, Romanfeller guys are asking, "Is like, so what? What do you think Queen Lurilena is going to do? Because she is the leader of the, all of these people, uh, of all the Romanfellers now." And of course, uh, we forgot the Trias was in this movie. Uh, he breaks into the room with a bunch of armed guards, and all the Romanfeller guys are shocked. Uh, he's like, "I'm taking over now." Uh, we cut to Lena, who's in a dark room. She thinks Earth is heading towards peace, but doesn't understand why her brother would, you know, cause war right now. This is all really stupid. And she thinks that her duty is now to stop Miliardo. I don't understand why her brother would start a war either, to be honest. 
the writers um, needed a warmonger, <laughs> and he was the only available character. I mean, yeah, they realized, oh, we made her so impossible to do battle that it would literally be story-breaking if we had her involved in any kind of conflict at this point. <laughs> so they just have Trace Kushranada kick in the door and say, don't yeah, worry, I've, got, I've already got my big boy pants on. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Relena leaves the room, and this whole scene is like shot really weird. Like All the lights are out for some reason, and like it's weird that she didn't notice any of this but she starts walking around and she walks into the conference room where all the Romafar guys were and no where one's did there everybody except for go? Trace. yeah trace tells her that the Romafar council has made a decision and that she's no longer the queen and now has to resign and like she thinks for a second she's like yeah that's cool i'm gonna do that but first i gotta <laughs> stop Miliardo. again quick reminder this character gave up her country yep everything her homeland all of it in exchange to become the queen of, you know, this this foundation. Now, Trace Kushranada has walked in and said, eh, I don't think you should be queen anymore. And she just goes, mm, Fair yeah, all right. So, <laughs> yeah, like, doesn't even put up a fight. Just goes, yeah, all right. How <laughs> long in real time do you think her reign was? Like, yeah, well, no, I bring this, I have this question later because she, like, she fucking reigns for, like, a day or two. Yeah. It's not long. Yeah. It's like an afternoon. Everything just, all the shit goes down in like one night and she's barely queen for a day. Dorothy spends most of it just in a black dress. Like, you don't keep that on if if it's long more than one day. The best time. <laughs> By the way, I'm this, probably, yeah. I am probably going to like title this episode like Dorothy's Great Day. Because Dorothy... <laughs> Basically. It's just having a blast these entire episodes. It's the best. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Trace tells her the, that she's no longer queen. She's cool with it, but she wants to stop Miliardo. Uh, Trace then thinks that, like, oh, she can't do it. She doesn't have the will. And she's like, oh, by the way, I'm taking over the Roman fellers. Uh, get out of here. Bye. To which she changes back into civilian clothing and just leaves. It's a good thing she still had those. Yeah, so she, like, walks oh. outside and gets in a car. Yeah, yeah, isn't the butler there The butler well? picks her up, the yeah. The butler yeah. you could have used as a hostage to, like... Get her cooperate? No, no, no. no. The butler right. is just cool with it. It's fine. Yeah. So they he's drive just off. There now? Dorothy uh, is spying on her, and she's like, "Wow, Relaine is so awesome. She's going to space now. I'm also gonna go to space." It's fucking Dorothy. It's Dorothy. Uh, that's it. It's just Dorothy's just like, uh, I'm going there too. <laughs> no uh, reasoning. Well, that's where the war is now, though, right? So yeah, the war is now space, in space. So, you know. so that Dorothy has to go where the war is. See, now if they actually just had Dorothy say, War's going to space. I'm going to space. <laughs> that would be, again, like even better. Like This character would just be the best. <laughs> So, um, we cut to space. The Epion is fucking up a bunch of Oz suits outside a barge. Um, the Oz guys, of course, hate the Gundams. And they're like, okay, let's just kill the Gundam with the barge cannon. Because it has that giant fuck-off laser. Um, elsewhere, the Gundam team, which is what I'm just going to call them from now on. The people on the Peace Million. Yep. Uh, they're on their way to the fight for some reason. I don't know why they wanted to involve themselves. It doesn't really explain other they than... They want to pull a Wufei and yell, everybody stop fighting and then kill yeah, everyone. Yeah, I guess Noin was <laughs> looking for Zex. That's, yeah. That's probably so, why, yeah. Yeah, she's looking for Zex. Uh, Troa just decides to fuck off. I don't know why. It's really uh, weird. He's like, I've got to go protect the colony and then... He just disappears. He just disappears. <laughs> he doesn't protect anyone. <laughs> just goes. 
yeah, they start getting attacked by dolls. Uh, the dolls get blown up by the Epion, and they're all shocked. They're like, wow, the Epion's real cool. Wow, cool robot. Sadichi <laughs> uh, doesn't know why uh, Duo and Wu Fei's Gundam are out there, and he's also uh, just deciding they're just going to fire the barge at everyone because, you know, why not Quashman. just kill four, five Gundams at a time? Um, the gun, the cannon fires, and it takes out a lot of the White Fang troops, including. Wait, what am I talking about here? Yeah, no, the cannon fires. It yeah. blows up a huge... Like, Sidichi oh, yeah, was, yeah. Oz fires Sidichi, yeah. Yeah, I, I was getting confused here. Yeah, Oz fires the cannon. It yes, blows up there, a bunch there's of There's another cannon, Sidichi. but that's later. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. These episodes just kind of blurred together. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of battles where... Here, I'm going to describe to you the general battle format of these episodes. Um, Gundam Wing and Epion, probably, if they're there, are fighting each other off in Having some vacuum in, the in their own sector. <laughs> yeah. The Gundams are together, but fighting against probably just a bunch of mobile dolls. And then there's a battleship making political decisions that actually matter at all. Yep. That's all of it. And that's what's going to happen, like, four times over the next four episodes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so the cannon fires, it hits everybody, and then uh, it also hits this random civilian colony that's, like, far away. Like, I guess they didn't check their sight lines when doing this shit. I really want to point out that another theme of these episodes is Oz being evil. Oz is the fucking worst. Oz is the fucking there, worst. There is a thing in the, like, cockpit or in the uh, barge where they're like, but there's a colony in the way, and like, Fuck the it. commander is like, yeah, but we're evil. And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and they fire anyway. And like. Is- this, if I remember correctly, this is the Oz that was part of the Kushranada Trey's faction who then decided to continue calling themselves the Oz Space Force or something like that. It's really it's... weird how it was all set up. But yeah, they're, they're not really connected to the Romafellers exactly, it, or like the Earthbound ones. They're sort of they're just an army... Just... That got, They're just a random faction yeah. panicking in space that needs to They'll get be removed dead. Don't worry about it. Well, guys to go in like forward. three episodes from yeah. now that are also panicking. These are actually the Oz Space Forces right now. Yeah. Oh, wait, shit. Sorry, yeah, I got this my is like the Oz Space Force last This is regular Oz. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't blame you for getting evil. confused. It's really stupid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, everybody's pissed that the barge colony hit uh, this other colony, but uh, the Epion starts attacking the Gundam pilots. Uh, they realize that the Gundam... Epion is not being flowed by Hero because remember last time that like Duo and Quatra saw this shit, he was back on Earth and Hero was flying it. Uh, they realize that the Epion is being flown by Zex and uh, they they just only know one other pilot that can pilot something like that. They're like, well, if it's not Hero, it's gotta be Zex by process of elimination, I guess. I mean, really, yeah, they know where everyone else is except for <laughs> Zex. So exactly, it's like, they, they're like, we only know a handful of Gundam pilots. It's gotta be that one. <laughs> Yeah, so the Oz guys on barge are watching this, and they don't know why the Gundams are fighting, but they don't care because they're going to fire barge again. Uh, while they're fighting, um, both the Death Sight and the Sand Rock kind of shitty compared to the Epion, so they're getting outmatched. But Noing like, goes in for like the command grab, and she grabs <laughs> the Epion from behind and tells Duo and Quattro to go stop barge because it can't stop shooting that satellite laser thing. So they take off. Noing then radios Zex uh, while hugging him and is like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? This is stupid. And Zex says that Relena is going to fight for pacifism. Why, like, why are you fighting for her? This is great. Everybody's loving peace on Earth and everything. Zex, what the hell? Basically. Yeah, so Zex says, according to space, Earth is the cause of disputes, and he's going to set everything right by killing Earth. Yeah. If we nuke the entire planet, then there's only going to be one faction. 
makes sense to him. It's simple uh, He math. takes off and leaves her behind, and she's really upset by this because she has no agency in the show. Yep. She's uh, going to continue to be like, sex can't be evil, even though he's literally just told her <laughs> that he is. He's going to go up with her. She, he's like, she's like, no, he can't possibly I mean, be doing this. <clears throat> he's like, yes, I am. In her in her defense, <laughs> it makes no sense for no. sex well, to yes, be doing. Yeah. She's correct in making no sense. Also, she's blinded from, by love and is a tragic character. To and, go from Miliardo Peacecraft and like Zex, who at least he was like, you know, he was like a warrior philosopher was the thing, right? Like a warrior poet. Um, to just, I'm going to do a genocide of a whole planet because that's the only answer I see. And explaining it by... He was touched by a demon machine. It's still like it feels so lazy. Yo. And also it does make sense that Noin would be like, why is he acting like because I don't think anyone's been like, oh, he got in a demon machine. <laughs> and it fucked up his brain. Basically. So now he thinks bad. Yeah. <laughs> now he thinks bad to go to Wayne's story. Got in a demon machine and now he thinks bad. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's a battle montage here. The new opening music plays again and they're going to use overuse that song because it's the new song they have. Yeah, uh, right. they already have. They've used it like five times already. Yeah. Uh, Duo and Quattro are trying to get the barge to stop it, but they're not going to make it in time because they're having troubles. And then Zex flies past them because he's cool and he's a cool guy with a cool robot. And he's like, and he says, we have no need for you in outer space and slices up the barge a million times and it blows up and it's really cool looking. And uh, that's the end of that episode. Oh, no, uh, oh yeah, by the way, knowing at the end goes... Though. Oh, Zex. <laughs> She's really disappointed with him. So, like, <laughs> yeah, like, Katra and Duo are like, he blew up Barge? What? And I'm like, but that's what you were gonna do. Exactly. And, it and makes also, no sense. This is an outright good thing. Like, they're still trying to make this whole White Fang or as bad as Oz, but the show itself still has not convinced me because White <laughs> Fang are still the ones who are trying to kill civilians with their shit. Oz, like, Oz are, or Oz are still the ones trying to kill civilians with their shit. The White Fang still has not done like anything also, remotely awful. So like, I mean, yes, they Zex took is over a the giant hero. Libra battleship and they're holding the Earth hostage. But the thing haven't also, even done that yet. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, and like worst case result, it's one less super cannon in space, right? which seems to be a thing that we don't need more of. <laughs> so. Like, it, it's what I'm saying is, you are hard pressed to convince me that deleting the barge was probably, like, <laughs> long term, a bad move. They were literally <laughs> trying to do that themselves. Zex just beat them to it. They were also literally about to fire onto a cat, onto a colony, and murder everyone on board, and Zex just literally saved that colony. So. I think we're thinking about Gundam Wing too hard. Uh oh. <laughs> 42. Press the alarm, press the alarm, we're thinking. No. <laughs> okay. Um, episode 42. Uh, the narrator recaps that Barge was destroyed. And it's funny because the dub says that Barge surrendered when it was like shown blowing up. It makes. I don't the skeletons that, that were version. in space surrendered. Yeah. Um, power in space has now dramatically shifted to the White Fang in Miliardo. Uh, the Roma fellers are on Earth, and they've been taken over by Trias, and Relena's out, and they're kind of setting up the confrontation. The title of this one is the Battleship Libra, which is the big-ass battleship they have. Uh, the narrator continues that, like, retaliations between Earth and space, or, sorry, the relations between Earth and space are tense. Um, the spaceship... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, though, <laughs> is the other thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's a reason that the relations are so tense. Yeah. It's largely the retaliation. <laughs> so we see a shot of a bunch of shuttles landing on Earth. And Pat made the great the uh, uh, discovery here that these, like... The runway, like, it doesn't run parallel to the terminal. Like, the end of the runway is right at the end of the terminal. (laughs) You know, there's nothing bad that could possibly happen there. Yeah, these spaceships just land and just pull right up, and they're just done. That's way more convenient than having to, like, wheel it around, you know? You can just go straight there. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, a whole bunch of Oz troopers get out, and one of them's named Lieutenant Nicola or something. He, he's the dude who was, like, taking care of Lady Un. Yeah. Uh, he Speaking mentioned that, of. like, only 18 of us managed to escape from Bards before it exploded. And it's totally dishonorable that we did this. But uh, we had to do it in order for this thing to happen. And, like, one of the guys on the ground's like, so, so what's that over there? As his, like, dolly gets, like, wheeled by them. And, like, we cut up close to it, and it's this pod, and Lady Oon is unconscious inside of it. She is not dead. She is not dead. Yes, yes, yes. There is a chance Lady Oon and Dorothy will meet and have an adventure, and it'll be the best. (laughs) So uh, they escaped from Barge with Lady Oon because they want to take her back to Trier's in order to deliver the lover to him or something. It's weird. Yeah, so we cut to a hospital where she's in bed. Um, her injuries have healed from her gunshot, but she's in a coma. Trias comes in and delivers her some flowers, and he's happy that she made it home. And he's still madly in love with her, and it's great. Trias has the quote, A fantastic battle is on its way to Earth, and it's sure to erase the pathetic history mankind has created. A starring role in this would be too much for Elena, which is <laughs> fantastic quote. Good Trace, job, Trias. I want to remind you that this is all your fault. Oh, he, he's happy now. Cause... This is Trey's after he said, like, I'm not going to change the, the future anymore. Decides to change the future. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he is doing, like, the dirty deed of being the evil Romafeller guy so that Relena can take over later on after it's all done. It's kind of vainly foreshadowed. Yeah. We cut to the Romafeller, like, church headquarters thing where they give all their speeches and Trey's is making an announcement. Uh, he asks what the purpose of the world nation is, and uh, he says that Relena said it was for peace. But, like, can we live in peace? No. There was no peace under Relena's rule. To which <laughs> I, mean, I said, she ruled for, like, a fucking day. <laughs> How are you? also correct, because there was still slavery. So. <laughs> this would be, like... If if like uh like let's say you know some random city in Kentucky made like a dog the honorary mayor for a day and was like what has dog mayor done about taxes <laughs> or his constituents? <laughs> so uh, Trey says that people still feel fret people on Earth still feel threatened uh due to White Fang and the world needs to unite and fight White Fang up in space. And, of course, he gets a standing ovation for all the Roman Feller All these people who were, like, yesterday willing to throw away their arms and stop war forever are like, oh, war? 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 These people just look at, like, what the trending demographics are for, like, polling and just like, yeah, we'll just do that, whatever. It really does show how fake the whole, well, Earth was heading towards peace thing was. Because it's so fake. Because they will just go to war when someone comes along and goes, hey, How about war. that war? War. How about war? War. Yeah, they really didn't like, think about the politics. They try pacifism for, like, less time than I think most kids would try, like, you know, 
styling their hair a different way or maybe like <laughs> trying like I could be the kid who wears gloves you know <laughs> please do not dox my 6th grade experience exactly yeah like a fucking 6th grader who's like no I'm gonna make gloves work it's gonna be dope and everybody's just like dude the gloves don't work he's like come on man no I'm the glove guy and then like 2 weeks later he's like Fuck. like even that 6th grader was more Committed was more willing to go in, more committed to being. <laughs> I the mean, because the sixth grader guy. at least tried it for five days. Relena tried it for a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the Roman fellers give him a standing ovation. He kind of has his inner monologue. He's like, "Well, I'm acting up, but uh, you know, if they play along with it, who knows? It's gonna work out, maybe." So this next scene, I want to point out, Relena's in a shuttle going to space. Space. And she's, like, thinking about, oh, my father wanted peace. I don't know if I can follow his example. And a guy comes up. He's like, yeah, we're on our way to the battleship Libra. We'll be there momentarily. It's going to be a bit delayed. And I want to point this out because she left for space before Dorothy. And Dorothy gets yes, Dorothy's to gonna Libra be an episode and a half before she does. Yes. Yep. So yep. I don't know what fucking, like, delays she had. She had a layover on fucking, like, side two for five hours. They had something. to go do, like, a circum... They had to go around the entire Earth, basically. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, a bunch of ex Trias troopers are kind of running from the White Fang. These are the Oz guys, I guess, that were on barge. There was more of them or something. Um, the White Fang guys say that they're running because... Oh, no, never mind. God, this is so confusing. So, there's a bunch of ex Trias troopers that joined White Fang, but yeah. since mm-hmm. Trias took over Earth, they're like, uh, this is kind of awkward. We can't be in both White Fang and Trias faction at the same time. So, they left the White Fang. Yeah, because originally the White Fang got a bunch of people from the Trace faction. Yeah, once, yeah, once yeah. Trace was sort of... Out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and their headquarters got blown up and stuff, and they were kind of like not really a faction anymore. A bunch of the ones that were still alive had to go somewhere, so... Yeah, so these ex Trace guys are going towards Earth. Uh, the White Fang guys are chasing them because they're traitors or something. Uh, they send out some mobile suits to chase them down. Uh, the two factions start fighting... Of course, Wu Fei shows up. No fighting. He starts, yeah, he hates fighting in space. Uh, he starts killing the White Fang people. Uh, he has a line that says, "If you guys are justified, then they'll." Oh, sorry, if you guys are justified, then you'll defeat me. That's that literally it? not how it works, Wu Fei. You idiot. Yeah, he has this weird sense of justice, and he thinks that like if people can't beat him in battle, then their like lives are forfeit, which yep. is really fucking. It's. He's the worst boy. He's the worst. <laughs> Boy. So, of course, they're going to give the point, worst boy the worst thing. There was literally a point in uh, earlier on, and I think it was episode in the first episode for today, so I think 41, um, where they had all of the Gundam pilots like meeting up or something. It was like Duo, Troa, and uh, Quatra uh, were all in the same place. And I was like, oh, man, they've got three out of four. All they need is Hero. And then, and then like, in the Your back part sort of, of my like, brain, I clicked. was like... Ah, there is one more. And I was like, nope, nope he does not count. And you know it. Like, in, this, in this group of ragtag fuckos that I like none of, I like him the least. Yeah. <laughs> Member negative one. So it's interesting here because Wu Fei starts blowing up these two factions as they fight each other. And one of these ex Trias guys has like the line, so that's how the Gundams fight their battle. And then Wufei says, don't underestimate your battles, to which the ex guy says, I've learned a lot from watching you. <laughs> it, it, like, it's, it's very ham-handed what's going on here. And then the ex guy says, uh, I've learned that both White Fang and Oz are mistakes. Too bad I can't tell the other. And he, he just suicides himself into one of the White Fang shuttles. It's weird. Like, I, 
He just has like a, a revelation and decides, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. Wu Fei's fighting was so good, it caused this man to commit suicide. Well, time to finalize my application to this death cult. Here I go. <laughs> just fly my Gundam into a ship and blow up for no reason. The writers had no idea what they were doing with Wu Fei right here. These episodes are like some of the most nonsensical that we've seen yet. It's kind of amazing because we've watched 40 something episodes of this I- show. I literally had to stop and try and rem- I was like, wait, what faction was that guy in? Like the guy who blew himself up on the ship? Like I was like, I don't. I don't know what, like, I get that a big part of Gundam Wing is this whole concept of, like, who is my enemy? But I don't think this is what they intended, where I literally can't tell what faction certain people are, because it's such a fucking mess. And and again, it's also, like, what are the characters' motivations? And I know that, like, these white fan guy and this ex-Oz Trias dude are, like, minor characters and nothing, but, like, what are their motivations in this scene? Because, like, the Trias guy is supposed to be going to Earth, I guess, because he likes Trias more. He left white fan to go to Trays. But... In this, he sees this Gundam pilot just randomly fighting, and then has, has a religious this experience that he wants to just suicide himself into an Oz member. I, I also, it feels maybe a little odd to, uh, um, God, what am I? I just completely lost track of what I was thinking of this Fair. fucking show, man. This fucking I, show. I think we're thinking about no. Gundam Wing too hard again. <laughs> Gundam Wing, yeah, it feels I mean, a little you know odd. What, that's, you know what, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, go ahead and... So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking too hard about Gundam Wing. <laughs> Your brain on Gundam Wing. <laughs> you trapped Wu Fei in a time cube. Uh, so, the Ultron, after all of this, is really fucked up, and Wu Fei is uh, looking really disappointed at it. And he's like, We can't afford to die here. There's still too many fools in outer space. Like me. Yeah, exactly. Um, the narrator breaks in to say that Libra is now a major threat to Earth since it has a giant fuck-off laser on it, and that the Earth under Trias has squashed all of its rebellions, so the Earth is kind of unified under him. Which, and then, uh, sure, why not? All right, just it, go it, over it that. It's all off-camera. We'll just take their word for it. Yep. Uh, back in space, uh, the Alcheon is flown around, and Wufei sees this weird-ass ship approach them. Uh, this will come up later. It looks back like on a the penis. Le- yeah, back... <laughs> It does look like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a dick. Um, it looks like a dick. Just getting that out there. Uh, back, on, back on the Libra, Quince is telling Miliardo by the Quince is okay, still... Okay, how do they pronounce Quince in the show? Because they call Keats, him like... Cants. The, they, they say cans. They cans. say cans. Like the yeah. film like C-A-N-S. It, like, it's I say ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's really baffling when they keep calling this motherfucker cans. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Who's cans? Do you want me to call him cans? Yeah. I'll say cans if it makes it, it makes it feel better. I mean, yep. <laughs> so, cans is telling Miliardo that uh, Libra is now ready to yes. go fly around and now do whatever. we're podcasting. <laughs> Miliardo is uh, going to make a final announcement to Earth and tells everybody to get the cameras ready. Uh, he muses that, like, they don't know what they're doing isn't really, like, reflecting their true personalities. No fucking kidding, Miliardo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut back to Wufei. He is now aboard the penis ship. Uh, he is greeted by Hero and Sally. So this penis ship was one of the rockets that uh, Hero was trying to get on on Earth, and they flew into space with Sally. Um Wufei asks Hero uh, if he's flying the Wing Zero now and, like, what they're doing with the heavy arms and everything. 
And then Sally and Hero are like, we're going to the Peace Million. They have all the rest of the Gundam pilots. They can fix our shit. That's where we're going. Like, you want to come with that. us? And Wufei, yeah, Wufei's like, shit, I'm going to go attack the Libra. That's where Miliardo is. So Sally is saying, is like, well, listen, like, the Peace Million can fix your fucking busted ass Gundam. And, like, this is a good idea. And she says, like, I thought I was making you an offer you couldn't refuse. To which Wufei replies, thank you for your kindness, but not a, I'm not in the making of any deals. And <laughs> Wufei is just being a jack-off right now. Which is, like, yes. literally... Uh, in Noin again being shockingly reasonable here it, it it's just Sally, says but yeah or Sally yeah, yeah sorry so, Sally's fine. just like hey god yeah I mean the, they are the most baffling characters sometimes regardless she goes you know like hey I thought this would be useful like this would work this is a perfect plan we could give you and, some gas <laughs> yeah like we are helping you for free to achieve your goals and accomplish them and asking for nothing in return and Wufei goes no. Like, he's just, he's such a little stinker. He sucks so bad. Yeah, so, uh, of course, this brilliant conversation was interrupted by the White Fang sending a bunch of mobile dolls to them. Uh, Wufei's like, I will go, it's me they're after, I'll go stop them. And Hero's like, you're a fucking idiot, you'll be committing suicide because your suit's fucking broken. Go take my Zero instead. Go take so, the genocide machine instead, yeah, Sally's Wufei. like, are you sure about this? <laughs> Into what Hero says <laughs> again. Sally being remarkably on point with, "Are you sure about that?" And Hero's just like, "It's fine." Yeah, Hero's like, "Don't don't get disillusioned by the cockpit system. Uh, it'll tell you what your true enemies are. Just I'm don't like, listen to it." Hero is basically spending these episodes turning into Doctor Yui or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love <laughs> and Learn to Love the, the Gundam system. Wing Zero. <laughs> Yeah, so Wufei gets in Wing Zero and it goes out in the murder machine and goes hog wild on these fucking Virgos. And, like, I'm not even going to say, he just starts screaming the entire time. Like, it's just nonsensical about justice and whatever. Uh, and he starts the Zero taking, system hits. Yeah, he starts being taken over by the Zero system. And he says, like, I'll keep fighting alone till the day I die. And, like, sees these, like, hallucinations about Trey's, and it does a whole flashback to him being, like, sword fight beaten, like, in episode 7 or whatever it was. He's a lot of screaming. Uh, we cut over to the Libra. Uh, Miliardo is now giving his speech to Earth. Uh, this is being broadcast to everybody on Earth, so everybody's watching this. <laughs> uh, Trey says uh, that, like, unity will give peace, but, like, did the United Earth Alliance bring peace back in the day? No. The Alliance came to space with military forces, and that shit was fucked up and fucked up all the colonies. Yeah. I mean, he's not lying. I mean, no, that, he isn't. that's true. That's true. Yeah. So he says, like, this problem required the end of all Earthlings. Earthlings are fucked. That's going too yeah. far. <laughs> yeah. He immediately goes from the, the Alliance was kind of fucked up, which is true, to this, this problem requires the end of all Earthlings, which is. Yeah, like the no, 20 no, billion no. of you or so that are they're probably on Earth by this point. Bunch of bad apples. Take a step back, sex. Once, step one, step one, fine. Step two, too far. Step back. <laughs> yeah, so he back. rationalizes all this by saying that Earthlings have fought since the beginning of time. First as individuals, then tribes, then as nations. Uh, the fighting is human. But then when we went to space, magically everyone who went to space changed. Look, Even we've seen the- Earth from space, which is why we have to nuke it. <laughs> yeah, so it's different for us. We see how beautiful it is. That's why we need to put it in a toilet. <laughs> Yeah, so he says, like, the citizens of the colonies, when they got the space, had such a tough time adapting the space that they forgot about conflict. And now they're very peaceful and they can control their instincts. And the people of space know that battles are meaningless. And then, and they're a new 
new breed of humans, and I'm just like, but they're still fighting in space, though. This You're is the, fighting in space. Yeah, this is Gundam Wing's attempt to bring the whole new type deal from the original well, Gundam series back into it. And yes, it see, but sure, but the yeah. Gundam pilots are new types, and you can't say that they don't fight. <laughs> so, Zex is a moron. Yeah. Uh, by the way, intercut with Miliaris. No one's more peaceful than Hero. You oh shit! Wait, <laughs> wait. Oh no, I, we. Oh, you meant that Hero Yui? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, yeah. So intercut, by the way, with all of Miliardo's uh, speech is the fact that Wu Fei is still freaking the fuck out because of the Zero System. Um, one of the scenes here is that he sees his future when he gets it takes over his mind, and like he learns that his future is with the Gundam pilots. And so, like, he just comes to the realization that although he's a huge fucking asshole, he has to work with them. Uh, the plot is telling me to work with them. God damn yeah. it. Can't fight that. Anyway, back with Miliardo. He's saying that the colony civilians were too busy living in space and they can't fight. And that White Fane stood up for them because they were too busy living. And the White Fane thinks that uh, because Earth wants to conquer them, they have to defend themselves. And it's a whole bunch of really bullshit speech. Like, I... <laughs> It's like Hero's class introduction speech. He just goes way philosophical and for way longer than is necessary. I, I want to remind everyone that two, three episodes ago, Zex was in a bar drinking because <laughs> his kingdom was gone and he didn't know what to do. And now he's this. Yeah, he found so something. To finish up his speech, he says these two you know, greatly compatible things. One, he doesn't want to kill anyone needlessly. Two, he demands that Earth be eliminated from the universe. But, but that Earth thing, that's got to go. Yeah. Uh, and he says that if the Earth does not, like, agree with his demands or something, he's got to start a war. I don't even know what he's yelling about. I, I also want to point out that Zex is from Earth. Oh, he's, yeah. He's from Earth. He's or not... the colonies. <laughs> You don't get it. It's a space Brooklyn thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, so um, on the shuttle, Wufei like, lands the Wing Zero and tells Hero that, uh, you know, the Zero system showed me something, uh, something amusing. I'm going to join you Gundam pilots for right now because the plot demands me to. And Hero's like, heh, fucking gotcha. Yeah. Back on Libra, Miliardo wants to start it up and shoot a laser. Um I don't know where this unidentified shuttle shows up. Golden shuttle. <laughs> and I like, need to say I this. It's second, gold. For a fraction of a second, I was like, oh yeah, that's Relena. But no, it's not Relena. It's Dorothy. She somehow got the fucking Libra before Relena did. Relena's well, in a white shuttle. Dorothy's in a golden fucking yeah, shuttle. Yeah. It's because Relena like flew up here with like a crew in like a van that was going up or whatever. Like like she Dorothy. took a Greyhound basically, whereas Dorothy just fucking got in a Lambo and yeah, dose she rode the whip the whole way into space. Transformer yeah. her limo into a space shuttle <laughs> and drove straight fucking here nonstop because she heard war was happening. <laughs> yeah, so it's Dorothy and uh, she and Milliard escape, and like Dorothy starts out by talking about how. Hey, do you remember how Trey's and I used to play with you as kids? That was really cool, right? I, I, I want to point out their ages again because Dorothy's fifteen, Zex is nineteen, and Trey's is twenty-four. And I'm not <laughs> sure childhood friends covers this. So, <laughs> what was twelve-year-old Trey's doing playing with three-year-old Dorothy? I can't believe you did more investigative journalism than the fucking writers of this show. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't. Ah, don't worry about it. Keep going. Yeah. So Milliard is listening to her, and he's like, he 
looks over at the person like next to him. He's like, fire the laser. That shuttle blows to the room <laughs> yes. of colors. Just blow the fuck it up. So Dorothy then just goes into this like, she fucking doubles down and goes into the speech about like the tale of two princes, how one used to be this peace-loving prince that was heir of a nation and now he wears a mask to take revenge for the nation. And like, she says that like, he will punish foolish earthlings, but what made him go this far? Is it the complete pacifism or is it the instincts of a hero? Maybe he hates pacifism or his sister, but no one knows what his true intentions are. I want to go with you, Miliardo. I want you to imprint your war on my memory. If you know what I mean. And then he's just like, sure, whatever, fucking just get on my space station. And so, like, he allows her to land. And, I, uh, I could do with someone who wants to kill earthlings as much as I do. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so she lands and she, like, makes this whole inner monologue saying, like, I won't leave you under any circumstances. To which we cut to Relena, who's still on her fucking Greyhound bus, thinking about, like, <laughs> I'm the only one who can stop my brother. And that's the end of the episode. And that's how it ends. Because we, st- we got plot to get to, okay? Oh, my God. Uh, episode 43, uh, we recap on Dorothy's big fucking gamble. Uh, Wu Fei saying he's got to join the team, and then yeah, whatever. Uh, the title of this one is Target Earth. On the Peace Million, uh, a shuttle shows up, and it's Sally, Pose, and uh, Heroes, and Wu Fei's, and they dock. And we finally this- have all five boys here. Yep, the boy band has reunited, and they're ready to fucking do something. I guess maybe this is where all of those various photos you've been posting in the uh, <laughs> thing happen in canon. happened in canon. Oh, does there the Peace some- Million have a hollow tag? <laughs> There are some kind of fucking art books and calendars and stuff. And it reminds you, at one point, this was a show intended to be targeted at a female demographic of all the boys just hanging out in ski lodges and stuff. Like, <laughs> I remember that this, London Wing came out in like 96 or 97, and this was before the internet hit big. So, like, there was still a market for art books and people doing art of famous, you know, anime series. And so if you Google search this shit, there are like millions, well, not millions, but like there's dozens of art books of Gundam wings and just like the Gundam pilots in like the stupidest fucking situations, like them skiing down the side of a lodge or and just casually night. chilling on a red couch in fucking traffic cop <laughs> uniforms. It makes no sense, but like these art... The- and the funniest one is Wu Fei always looks like he's wearing his dad's clothes. <laughs> like I think every single my one favorite of them. is Wu Fei on the motorcycle fucking frowning. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. So the five Gundam pilots have reunited. Uh, they briefly reintroduce each other. Uh, Sally and Noin talk, and Noin's feeling powerless because she doesn't know what the fuck... What's uh, her boyfriend Zex- up to? Yeah, Zex is just insane. Um... Sally has some weird fucking line here about how, like, the kids have never left their doubts behind and have now found their purpose in life. We trust these Gundam pilots. They had development off screen. She literally says, if you follow these kids, you can't go wrong. They're 15-year-old idiots. (laughs) Yeah, uh, there's some brief stuff about, like, uh, Duo was giving Hero shit for flying the insane Zero, but Hero was like... I fucking hate his name. Hero is like, I can handle that shit. And Duo's like, whoa, you must be crazy. Uh, we see Howard fixing Alteon and is like, I'm going to upgrade the heavy arm since it's a piece of shit and also needs to fly in space. And Spoilers, like, he doesn't actually. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it gets a second minigun yep. and that's it. Also a jetpack on the back, I think. Uh, we also have some great shade that Wufei throws about how the heavy arms is a piece of shit, which is really funny. <laughs> it's so 
true. It's the only thing. You're a losing. sitting duck out there. Yeah, Tro is like, you're right. <laughs> Fair enough. It's the only thing Luffy has ever said that's like right and good, and you can go, yes, Luffy. Your Gundam is just a rubber band ball with a bunch of guns shoved into it. It's useless. <laughs> your Gundam is whack. So your miniguns, whack. Whack. Chess guns, the, whack. The knife on its own, whack. The weight runs out of ammo, whack. 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 Me, I'm tight as fuck. Uh, the gu- it's the, the image narrow- of the, the worst guy you know. Just- <laughs> That's a great point. For the second time. Uh, so the narrator breaks in. Oh, sorry, I, I'm skipping here. We cut to a colony. Uh, Catherine is going to feed the lions, and the ringleader shows up, and all the fucking animals start growling and shit. They, they got the animals back at least. Yeah, and they <laughs> they ran through the city two episodes ago. Um, yeah, so the animals are all uptight, and it turns out that a whole bunch of Oz troops are landing nearby on the colony. And everybody's like, oh, what's going on? The narrator breaks in and says that Oz lost its barge, and which was the last like fort that it had. So everybody who's Oz in space is now, like, really fucked up and doesn't know what to do. And so they decided that they want to just kind of take over this colony and hold it hostage. Hold it hostage. Get some leverage. Yeah. Another reminder. Oz being the bad guys once again. Yeah, they're like, we're going to hold this colony hostage, and if you don't give us back our super battleship, then we're going to blow it up. Which is fucked up. That'll work. That'll get them. So we cut to the Gundam pilots. They're all watching this unfold. And they're like, wow, White Fang didn't give Oz the place to run. Now they're being crazy. They blame White Fang for Oz taking a colony hostage. They're like, wow, White Fang are really the reason for that. They forced them to do this. No, Oz are just evil. (laughs) Yeah, so we get some quips. Uh, Wu Fei thinks they're weaklings for depending on mobile dolls. Sally thinks that uh, they wonder how White Fang will react to the news. Hero says that Zex will never give in to their demands and that the colony is toast. Uh, Noin is getting super upset that her boyfriend is now a homicidal maniac. Uh, Quatra says that, like, um, they're mad at Oz's actions and the ransom. We we just actually flipped. Yeah. Keen. We we cut over to the White Fang getting news of this. And this is random White Fang mook that says, We can't let the colonies decide that the citizens should die, sir. And, like, oh... We also can't hand over the ship, so what are we going to do? I mean, yeah, they're, they're completely correct here. They're like, yeah, we can't just let the calling die, but we also can't just give them this super fucking weapon. <laughs> yeah, no, they're fair. And behind them, in the shadows, in like profile, we see Dorothy doing her best do-ho-ho-ho thing. I really should have flipped this over to the subs just to see if they got the do-ho-ho. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, so she says that, like, oh, this will bring us close to our ultimate victory. Um, and, like, Cants, sorry, I'll say it Cants, uh, asks what she means. Uh, she says that Oz made a bad move to take the civilians hostage because now all the civilians in space think that Oz are the bad guys. Because uh, they no didn't yard- before. <laughs> I don't know what the colonies are thinking. They probably just say, fuck all this shit. I'm going to Jupiter. <laughs> Basically. Um, Miliardo says uh, we need that. Milliarder tells the guy in charge of Libra to head, it, head towards that colony so they can fire their cannon. Kant says, like, listen, that's a terrible idea. We'll blow up both Oz and the civilians. And Kant is like, such a non-character, by the way. He's just like, like Milliardo showed up and he's just like, all right, all yours. And then Dorothy showed up and he's just like, you know, I guess you outrank me now. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of funny. They don't really address this, but the instant Dorothy gets on the Libra, she is second in command. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's gonna is, get weirder too next yeah. episode she's just, 
she's really good at everything she does off camera. That's the thing about this character. Like, she is the perfect hitman in that, like, she just slides into any situation and is, is inserted perfectly, immediately. Just, hi, I'm here. Oh, now I'm president. How's it going? <laughs> uh, so Dorothy says that they have to blow up the colony because it's necessary for the securing of the freedom of space and everyone... It, this is also go- bullshit, by the way. Like, I don't know why she's saying this to Cans. It's to fool the audience. Well, yes, it is specifically to fool the audience, but... We cut back to the Gundam pilots. The Gundam pilots realize that the uh, White Fang people are just going to shoot their fucking laser at the colony. So they're like, uh, this is a terrible thing. Noin doesn't believe that Zex could ever do this. Uh, Troa sees Catherine on a TV broadcast that they're watching and decides to run off because he's Troa. Um... We watch him in the hangar. Howard is repairing uh, a bunch of suits. Troll wants to take the heavy arms, but it's like in pieces right now because he's trying to upgrade it. So he takes the Wing Zero instead, which is a fantastic uh, thing for Troll. We're to do. Get, like Zero is just the bonus suit at this point. Everyone has to have their moment, and they don't even do anything to make them different. It's the uh, town's Gundam, really. <laughs> Uh, Incidentally, Hero doesn't give a shit, by the way. Like, he's no, specifically he just care. like, oh, yeah, take Zero. I'm not going out there Hero, for this. Who, by the way, famously in his older suit would be like, don't you touch my wing. Like, yep. he, like don't, hey, hey, he don't just loans it out to everybody now. The Zero, he's just kind of like, fuck it, man. Take a hit of the demon machine. See if I fucking care. Well, I mean, <laughs> the suit has shown him that everyone needs to get in the suit and have right. their moment. <laughs> So but, you know, it, the writers have told him. Wait, no, no. I mean, Zero has told him this. So, so what's the word for this? It wouldn't be like Palamorius. It'd be like Palagundimus. <laughs> just, just freely sharing your Gundam with everybody. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So they see Troa take off in the wing Zero. And then, like, Duo and Quattro realize, oh, yeah, that guy doesn't have mental stability. Also, that's the fucking death machine with the crazy mind control. So they go chase him. Um Hero says that Zero can take out the Oz Troopers, and then he asks Sally about the Libra Cannon and uh, infers that, like, oh, Relena can just take care of the Zero Cannon. We don't have to do anything about Libra firing on this colony. Which is yeah, a Hero is, expre- is inc- extremely, like, calm about literally all of this. I, he's figured everything out. I really hate Hero and Wufei in, in this, because they both <laughs> They're smug know, as fuck. They both know what's about to happen, and they both just sit and let it happen. Fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, so they infer that uh, Relena can take out or stop. Relena can stop the Libra from firing. We cut to Relena. She's still on the world's slowest shuttle going <laughs> towards Libra. Uh, we cut back to Trier's. Uh, he's taking a Skype call um, with a bunch of troopers saying that they can retake Libra. I don't know where this goes because, like, this never is brought up again. Yeah. I, I think it's the Oz Space Force that are on the colony, and they're calling up Trace to be like, Trace, Trace, we're doing such a good job, and oh, Trace yeah, is like, that's fuck what it was. you. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Fuck yeah. you, assholes, and go, and basically cuts them off. Yeah, he says they're no longer Oz, that's what that was. I was so confused at this point, because, like, none of this matters. It just keeps jumping from thing to thing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, back in space, on the colony, the Oz hostage takers are kind of mad that they're no longer, no longer with Oz, because uh, Trace just cut them off. They're like, we did this all for you. Why are you abandoning us? Oh, no, it's a Gundam. The Gundams are showing up. Uh, so outside the colony, battles are happening because uh, Troa is having a fun time with the Wing Zero, just hallucinating him and everything. Um, is it, none of this really matters. Like, I have these notes. Fuck. Uh, the, yeah, ringleader. Yeah, right? <laughs> the ringleader and Catherine have a scene with the Oz troops. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. They're like, someone needs it's... to stand up for this, and that's the only line that actually oh, matters in the really whole scene. that's really annoying, though. It's really annoying, though, because it's like the show almost gets it. They're like, the colonies are being downtrodden, and someone needs to stand up for our rights, and I'm like, yes. Yes, correct. Correct. Maybe someone the government pilots need... will stand up for our rights as we stand here. <laughs> someone does need Maybe to fight. Maybe a hero fight. will be here. Someone does need to fight for your freedom. Oh my god, you're so close, show. You're so close to anyway. getting <laughs> Yeah, uh, Oh, God. So <laughs> yeah, so outside the Oz guys think that the Gundams have teamed up with White Fane since they're attacking. Therefore, the colony is forfeit. Therefore, we should blow it up and kill the civilians. Um, they try to blow up the colony, but like Trollo comes in at the nick of time and kills them or something. Uh, the Zero System keeps fucking him up. He, he starts seeing hallucinations and is having a tough time of it. Uh, he's about to blow up the colony in his hallucinogenic state, but Quatra comes and yells at him and tells him to open his eyes and they have the reconciliatory moment where he's like, I'm sorry I made you go crazy before and I was controlled by the Zero, but now you're controlled by the Zero. I don't even know. I, uh, I don't understand. Like, when Hero is all about how the Zero will tell you your true enemies, and yet every time they get in it, it tries to make them blow up an innocent colony. Yeah. As long, I will say, though. As long as hey, it's not it, near a colony, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, hey, at, at the very least, Troy apparently just got his memories back out of yep, nowhere, too, from happens. this experience. Yeah. By the way, that's a thing that just happens, and here's about how uh, how much gravity they treat it with. Oh, no, I did, hey, tr- it's me, Troa. Hey, Quatra, I gotta go do a thing. Remember that time oh, we you played your memories back? Yeah, I do. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah, the Zero System shows him a future, he gets his memories back, Quatra's happy, it's all great. Uh, inside the colonies, the Oz guys are watching the battle fall apart, or the suits fall apart next to them. It's the Death Scythe, again, being invisible when it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Dua tells them to surrender, so I guess they do. Uh, back on Libra, they're about to fire. Oh, please. Duo very loudly announces, You should know I have a way of getting into places. Like, oh, it's it like, my specialty is sneaking into places. They're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a specialist at getting in unnoticed. Like, something yeah. like that. And it's just... He's standing nearby in the Death Gundam and then uncloaks, but it like the cloaking didn't do anything no. for him. <laughs> Other than let him like be a ding dong before he starts doing his it's stuff. It's the dramatic entrance cloaking. <laughs> yeah, so back on Libra, uh, they're about to fire the giant laser at the colony. Uh Relena's shuttle finally shows up. It gets there eventually. Uh she skypes Miliardo and uh Dorothy's like, It's too late for you, Relena, we're got to fire the laser. Um, she's, uh, Relena starts telling Miliardo that he's making a huge mistake. Uh, he says that, you know, she'll be vaporized if you, you stand there. You should get out of the way. But she doesn't care. Her life is forfeit. And she asks why he's using force if he has the Peacecraft name and all you believe in the pacifism. Uh, he kind of just ignores that and tells the Libra the fire. She has a great line where she says, God will never forgive you for this. <laughs> it's like, who's bringing God into this? I guess hers. Maybe she's a theist. I don't know. Yeah, now you're religious. Now it's not just all about peace. It's there was religion involved. Okay, she was the queen of the world, but now she's found religion. (laughs) So uh, Duo radios the peace million. He's like, "Yeah, we took over the Oz troopers on the colonies." And Wufei's like, "Yeah, this is all meaningless. You guys are about to get toast." Uh, Hero says, "No, no. Actually, uh, the Libra's target was never the colonies." What the? Yeah. So the, col- the Libra shoots its giant laser. It misses the colonies. The target was, in fact, Earth. 
And we see I, the shot of like this island on Earth just hugely exploding. It's they, like they shot huge... an island in the Pacific to show that they're real serious. I, I'm yeah. telling you right now, this would destroy the entire planet. It's like, a really big explosion. A giant explosion like that causing a massive crater would totally knock it off its orbit and would destroy the entire fucking... There's a reason why oh, like, a meteor is an extinct, extinction level event. Yeah. Like, I, like, like, I, even, even all of that aside, it's just really funny that they try and act like it's a surprise that... The guy who's like, I'm going to shoot Earth with a gun. <laughs> Finally shoots Earth. shoots Earth yeah. with a gun <laughs> when the title of the episode was Target Earth <laughs> or I'm going to shoot Earth with a gun. <laughs> episode 43, I'm going to shoot Earth with a gun. But Hero gun. knew. Hero knew the entire oh, time. Oh, of course. And, and did nothing. Like, did nothing. Did absolutely nothing. I hope he enjoys shooting Earth with a gun. I can respect that. <laughs> Yeah, so Relena's shuttle dodges in the nick of time, not getting blown up. Uh, all the Gundam pilots watch this, and Quatra thinks that they're completely powerless against that sort of laser cannon. Uh, Catherine, on the colony, I guess doesn't see this happen, because she's, like, on a colony. In the colony. Yeah, but she looks at the Gundams, and she's like, I believe in you Gundams. You Gundams. She doesn't even say it, she thinks it as yeah. well. <laughs> Uh, back on Libra, Dorothy has a huge laney boner for the giant fuck-off laser, because it's amazing. Uh, Miliardo says it was a challenge to Tries. Um, Pants thinks that the cannon... Uh, Pants, like, notifies uh, Quatra... Or, sorry, Miliardo, that the uh, cannon is having issues. Like, we can only fire this every once in a while, because it takes a lot of energy, and it, like, fucks up all the drives or something. And that they're looking into it. And then Miliardo says, you better make it fast, because the Gundams are coming. To which we segue into episode 44 with the same recap from before, really. Don't title worry about one, it. Yeah, the title of this one is Go Forth Gundam Team. <laughs> which is... Transform and roll out. <laughs> Target Earth. I'm going to shoot the Gundams with a gun. <laughs> On Libra, uh, Relena was uh, asking to be brought to see her brother. Uh, so we see Relena coming to, I guess, the bridge. I guess it would be of this thing. And uh, her and Miliardo have a conversation here. Uh, Miliardo says that, you know, we can only tell that Earth is beautiful because we're up here and no one on Earth knows how beautiful it is. And that's why I shot it. <laughs> yeah. To which Relena says, you're like, do you, so, so you want everybody to come to space then? And Miliardo is like, I can't ignore the threat on Earth and how they're being evil towards us. And Relena says that Earth and space must both discard their weapons and become peaceful. And Miliardo says, it's not time for that. Um, Space must direct force towards Earth, and then she's mistaken; doesn't know anything about it. I, I this whole it doesn't matter. It does no. She, yeah, she gets the, she gets all uppity about how she's a peacecraft, and that means she just knows peace. I guess it's in her name. Yeah, she says something leaves. to the effect of like he's mistaken about how his stupid uh, plans that he has for Earth. And then, like, he says, how would you know? And she says, I'm a peacecraft, which is not Bitch, an Bitch, I'm Relina Peacecraft. <laughs> yeah, and then he stands up out of his chair and hugs her. Like, it's... I don't even know how to properly describe the stupidity of that scene. Uh, like, he's trying to be like, finally, you're back. And even Relina's like, 
this is no this, this doesn't weird. work <laughs> like she just says i don't know if it's miliardo or zex hugging me i'm this sucks this sucks and he's just like uh, it's fine i'll you know what i'm just gonna keep you somewhere till the war is done uh so where, wherever you want to go and then you know he's just like oh hey dorothy can you take her to the to the military <laughs> to the luxury suite <laughs> Yeah, and then Dorothy's like, oh, God, yes. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, Relena, do not go anywhere with her alone. <laughs> uh, so after they leave, Milliardo asks Kance, of like, am I a weak person? And Kance is like, I wouldn't let you be the leader if you were, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> but yes, back on the, but yes, you are. Back on the piece, Million, uh, all the Gundam pilots, everybody is just having like a discussion of how they're ready to proceed. Uh, Wufei wants to destroy Libra because he's bloodthirsty. Quattro says the Trays is uh, sending his force to space, so like, should we just wait for them? Uh, Troll wonders if they can even blow up the Libra since it's so fucking huge. Noin asks uh, if they want to make Zex their enemy, but Duo says like, well, he's not an ally, so he's already kind of an enemy. Yes, of uh, course he is. He's trying to destroy the Earth. Why? <laughs> yes, he's an enemy. Duh. It's annoying. Yeah. Uh, Hero says that Zex thinks that they're his enemy anyway, and then, like, there's already troops from White Fan coming towards the Peace Million, so we have to do something. Uh, so all of them are like, okay, let's go get in our Gundams and do our thing. Except for Hero, he has something to take care of, so he doesn't leave. Uh, the four Gundam pilots, minus Hero, leave and start fighting with a bunch of White Fan troops. Uh, Noin's out there, too. And uh, Noin says, like, you guys need to work together, but, like, they're gun the pilots, so, like, they just go they're do their shit. This is going to be a plot point that gets brought up and resolved in this episode. Yeah. Um, Noin starts, like, kind of watching what's happening out here, and she thinks that, like, the dolls are, like, way better than they used to be because they're using, like, tactics and teamwork and all that shit. Uh, we cut to Hero. He's, like, taking out motherboard parts in the wing. I don't know what he's doing. You can just rearrange those however you want. And when you learn what he's actually doing here, it's even dumber. Yeah. It's better. It's the best thing. It's the best (laughs) thing he does. Easily. Easily. It is my favorite thing Hero has done in this whole show. For free at this point in time. It is fucking awesome and I can't wait for you to hear about it. He's doing motherboard parts or whatever. Back in space, Noin and Quattro think that Zex must have made some new system because the dolls are, like, really good now. They're actually, like, kind of a threat. Once again, the dolls are back to potentially a threat where they, they've just been fluctuating. Um, on the Libra, Dorothy and Relena are in a room chatting, and Dorothy asks Relena if she can pers- uh, persuade Miliardo to stop being a homicidal maniac. Uh, Relena's like, I can't believe that my brother wants to start a war, but I don't know how to stop him. Watch to which Dorothy start replies, a fucking war. Use this and Dor- hands her a gun. Dorothy does the best thing. Yeah, just fucking like turns her pistol around and goes, here's a way you could stop him. You could shoot him in the head. And she's just like, God damn, you know I'm not going to do that. And she's like, oh, come on, though. Is it because of your bro or because of your ideals of pacifism? Maybe it's because you're unable to take action, which is the greatest shade. Which is correct. Like, yeah, all of It is actually, in fact, correct. It's because Relena is the queen of giving up. <laughs> Relena is the queen of doing nothing. And for that, yeah. we'll get the reward yeah, so for Relena, doing nothing. Relena says, uh, true peace can't be obtained by assassination. Dorsey's like, oh, you're no fun. And just leaves the room and locks her in it. <laughs> locks her in? It specifically like, shows just locking... <laughs> Yeah, so and, and Relay 
it does nothing to stop. It's like Dorothy's just like, oh, you're no fun. Well, bye. And then leave. She's also and then like, Dorothy- I have to take this into my own hands as she fucks yeah, off. Like- and this doesn't come up at all. No, it doesn't, which is really funny. What? Like, Relena doesn't immediately, go, like, go, when Dorothy says, oh, fine, then I'll do it. Like, doesn't go, no, you can't shoot my no brother way. and chase her out the door. She just watches her leave, lets her lock her into the room. And then and complains, like, yeah. Well, guess that's life. <laughs> yeah. She's so bad. So, uh, Kant's, uh back on the bridge, Kant tells Miliardo, like, hey, the dolls you sent towards the Peace Million are all destroyed, even with the new tactics program 2.0 we gave them. But Milliard doesn't care. He's like, we're just starting a war of attrition. To which, back in uh, space, the Gundam pilots are all just kind of floating around and their <gasps> all suits are half blown <gasps> up and they're all real tired and huffing. I, I really um, hate this because it's the pacing of this show. He's like, this is a war of attrition. You see a little bit, a tiny bit of one battle and now they're like, oh, we're exhausted and our stuff is broken. We, we can't, can't keep, keep this up. This. And it's like, you've is, only done one battle. The pacing. And it's impossible when we've awful. seen them with just like one or two of them raid an enemy base yep. head on. Yeah. <laughs> like, blow up everything, Solo, steal by shit, the way, by and themselves leave. without even any support. Yeah, yep. You yeah, can't exactly. be like, this is a war of attrition and then basically be like, well, Maillard was winning it. When you show nothing, ten seconds total time. You can't yeah. do that in one episode, and this episode is full of that, and we'll get to more of it. So back on the Peace Million, uh, the Gundam pilots are in the lounge. Uh, Quatra says that like we need a plan in order to defeat this. Uh, Troa thinks that they're trying to divide and conquer. Wufei just wants to go fuck off and attack Libra. They're not Quatra's on the like, same page. Quatra's the only one here that's like actually thinking of a strategy. He's like, I need to figure out how this shit's going to work because we're just going to fuck around unless we have a plan. Uh, Howard comes up and is like, listen, like I'm fixing your stuff, but like we have limits on how fast we can fix things and how much you know extra parts we have. Uh, Hero comes up to him and like... Do you understand? This is the downside of us having human pilots instead of mobile dolls. Do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> Yeah, so Hero like hands him... He literally him. at one point says, he says, we're only humans, we're not machines. Like, <laughs> the only way Howard could have been more clear on the point he was making is if he literally said, we're not some kind of mobile doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Hero hands Howard uh, a bunch of these disc things. He's like, hey, you can just go put these on the sand rock. I got uh, some bonuses. I'm sure Quattro can handle it. The key so is FCKGW. <laughs> and you could see on these discs, by the way, that he hands them... Uh, it does, in fact, say zero on it in real big letters. <laughs> Who knows what it could be that Hero's doing? <laughs> he's, up, he's upgrading the Sandrock's ram so it can actually... Meanwhile... Yeah, so on Libra, Dorothy and Miliardo just go enter the VR zone. Like She, she puts on a fucking, like, literal <laughs> VR helmet here. Yeah, she's just in this room, puts on the VR helmet, and like she's like, I can't wait to try this in combat. And, like, uh, Miliardo's saying, like, listen, I'm going to have my hands full with uh, the Zero when I fight in my Epion, so you got to deal with all the dolls and everything. How about the 15-year-old handles it? Yeah, so she's going to be in the VR zone for this next battle. Uh, Kant says that, like, the Pismillion and all the Gundam pilots are on their way, so they have to get ready. Back on the Pismillion, Hero tells Quattro, is like, hey, listen, I had Howard put the Zero system in your suit. To which so- Quattro replies, what the fuck, dude? 
This is even better because it's Quattro getting into his Gundam, like sitting down in the chair, and Hero just pops up like, yo, dude, I installed the Zero on your Gundam. Good luck, bye. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. Hero's just like, oh, by the way, I put the Zero system in. And Quattro's just like, no, what? I can't. What? No. Last time I did, did that, I almost I did genocide a thing. <laughs> and he's just, and Hero's just like, nah, it's fine. You're good, man. And well, Quattro's see you later. Like, Quattro's like having a full blown panic attack don't let it control you man and then yeah and then Hero's just like well I gotta go fight Epion Uh, don't fuck up have a good one (laughs) and leave yeah so he leaves and Quattro's like yeah fuck shit and they all take off So, Hero, by the way, his grand scheme is, I'm just going to hurry up and spread this devil machine thing further. I would like the version of Gundam Wing where, because I know this isn't how it ends, and God, it would be better if it was, though, right? Where, like, slowly but surely, people have this idea that the devil machine running the life is basically more efficient and more practical. It shows you a perfect future and how to get there. What could be better? And it just starts slowly spreading farther and farther into, like, a hell future. Now, that that would be an interesting way for Gundam Wing to go. No, not tight. Unfortunately. That's, that's G Gundam, though. That's G Gundam. It's already been done. Shh. <laughs> don't talk about how G Gundam kicks ass on this one. <laughs> yeah, so they all blast off into space. Quattro saying, that, like, hey, the four of us need to work together to have a plan. But, of course, he's talking to Troa, Duo, and Wufei. So and they're all just him. like, fuck off, dude. And they go fly away. <laughs> yeah. Um, back on Libra... Uh, Kance is uh, talking about the new mobile doll command system and he's really awesome and piped about it. Dorothy is totally now in the VR zone. She's doing her sweet StarCraft fucking APM bullshit. It's literally StarCraft. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. Relena is doing StarCraft with the mobile Dor- dolls. So, yeah. or, I'm sorry, Dorothy. Yeah, yeah Dorothy's doing uh, mobile doll fucking StarCraft and commanding them. And that's why they're so much more powerful and able to overwhelm the Gundam pilots is because Dorothy's wicked high AP. Yep. <laughs> They Her said NR15, and by God, she's not work. fucking doing NR15. <laughs> um, yeah, so the fight starts, the Zero and the Epion start doing their thing, because of course they have to. Uh, Hero asks Miliardo um, why he's doing all this, why he's attacking Earth. Miliardo said it's the battle to end all battles. Uh, Quattro's vainly trying to get the four of them to work together as a group, but they aren't listening to him. Uh, Dorothy's kind of doing the divide and conquer strategy with the mobile doll since she has... You know the VR, which is working perfectly because all of the Gundam pilots are idiots. Yeah. However, yeah. So, like, literally, by the way, just to clarify, Quattro is giving them orders at this point and being like, "Guys, go on this side, do this thing, do the thing," and like doing them right. And like everybody's just like, "Fuck you!" Like, I'm gonna go kill the battle station. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna go do my move. How about that? Uh, And then so Quattro gives up and types in the zero code, which, by the way. Is zero. You Whoa. type in Z-E-R-O. Are you expecting Hero Yui Master Spy to have a good password? <laughs> Hero Yui Master Spy named after politician of the group he's a super spy for. Yeah, no. Couldn't couldn't be him. So either way, turns on the zero and then just it like immediately gives orders like the same as he was. And but now everybody's just like forty now. Oh, Okay. Also, yeah, he turned the computer on. Yeah. It immediately starts doing Voltron shots of all the Gundam pilots. Like, yeah, like cut in he'll shots tell of one of them to do stuff the and do like a slash screen of him talking. Yeah. Yeah. So the pilots, the other Gundam pilots start listening to Quattro and they start doing better than they were doing. 
Um, Dorothy starts freaking out. She's like, what is this? They came up with a strategy, which just oh, made no! me laugh. My enemy is doing a strategy. My one weakness. <laughs> Like I, I said, her micro is incredible. Think, her macro I, fucking sucks. I love the idea that, like, this is one of the first times anyone has ever just, like, used a strategy in a small group combat. Like, and from her perspective, from these Gundam pilots who have just been going True. solo the entire time, she's not wrong. This is unprecedented. <laughs> By the way, it should be mentioned that the way that Dorothy is controlling these is that they put the Epion system into the mobile dolls, which apparently lets her telepathically control all the dolls and... Oh, and her brain doesn't explode from controlling that many dolls, which it would. It, but. It's a real you-got-your-chocolate-in-my-peanut-butter situation. Are you saying that Dorothy doesn't Serene. have the fucking willpower to control the Zero I'm, system? I'm, I'm saying that no say, human does. If, if the Epion is like a corruption engine, what is there to corrupt? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what is left? <laughs> She's probably just like, oh, hey, how's it going, Epion? And Epion's like, hey, long time no see. <laughs> yeah, so there's a montage of the Gundam pilots working together. Uh, Quattro struggling against the Zero system but keeping it under control. Dorothy's totally super mad that, like, they're predicting her moves. And, like, somehow, both independently, they both realize that they, each other, are fighting each other. Quattro Rababa winner. Yeah. And then, like, Dorothy Quattro's Catalonia. Like, yeah, they somehow figure that out. Which is going to be really stupid in an upcoming episode. Oh, boy. Um, Which, man, Soul of the Fist kind of stuff (laughs) really doesn't work well when one of the people is doing remote controls. (laughs) It kind of gets in the way of the Soul of the Fist of how they felt each other when they were fighting. Like, it doesn't really work. Yeah, so (sighs) Dorothy gets fed up. She exits the VR zone and... uh, Tells just someone to use the Libra's main cannon. Again, she's number two on this battleship now that Zex yep. is out fighting she an can let, She can order them to do that. Yeah. So the Libra starts do, moving around and getting ready to fire its laser. Uh, Howard and Sally, who are on the Peace Million, start panicking. They're like, oh, fuck, we got to get this thing out of here because it's a fucking huge ship. You saw what uh, that did to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Zex, is, Zex realized what's happening. He's mad at Dorothy for firing the laser. And uh, just kind of leaves the zero fight that he's in. Yeah, he he was fu- like, there's just a bunch of random cuts of those two fighting, and Zex is like, oh fuck, oh fuck, what? Yeah. Oh, Dorothy's too young to be in charge. I left a 15 year old in charge of letting, the ship. Yeah. Why do I keep leaving 15 year old girls in charge of everything? Why do I keep doing this? It keeps backfiring. Yeah, so the Libra fires this giant cannon. It barely misses the Peace Million. It does actually kind of blow up some of his engines and shit. Uh, the Libra also was fucked up because he told it to fire so fast, like it wasn't ready and like its reactors were all screwed up. So now the gun's down until it's going to be plot relevant for it to be up yeah. again. And this she's is like, where... it wasn't supposed to be this way. Yeah, this is where Zex disengages from the Zero and heads back to the Libra. Uh, Dorothy is kind of panicking because she realized she fucked everything up and this like wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, Hero is like... The Zero System told me that you have no future, Miliardo. What are you Got doing? Him. Yeah. And then the last scene of this fucking episode is Relena in her goddamn shuttle saying, I must put an end to meaningless battles, not doing anything. The thing that I think is maybe secretly the funniest part of these episodes <laughs> is the fact that 
Miliardo Peacecraft slash Zex Marquise has realized that he erred again uh, when he put a... See, he, I think the thing is, if you think about it, <clears throat> when he put Relena in charge, he doesn't think of the flaw as being a 15-year-old girl who has no experience and probably shouldn't be running mm-hmm. a country. Mm-hmm. He thought, well, she was just too much of a dang pacifist. Yep. Well, I need someone who needs okay. a little bit of war in her. Yeah, at least this Dorothy kid, she's got war. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to put her in charge. Certainly nothing will go wrong. Not too far the other way. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that's funny about this is you managed to find the single most bloodthirsty 15-year-old on the planet. On Earth, yeah. (laughs) In space now. Uh, I want to go back to the pacing thing. Because this this episode brings up, oh, we've put the Epion in the mobile dolls. And before you even see it in action, Hero has put the Zero system into all the Gundams to counter it. And it counters it. And it's like, you, you can't do that. There was it, never any gravitas at all. In a, in a better show, there would be, you know, they would put the Epion in the mobile dolls. The Gundams would get their asses kicked by it. And then they would go back, and then they would come up with a counter move in another episode. No. But they shove it all in one episode. And then there's also multiple times <laughs> where... <laughs> there's also multiple times where um, they are, like, trying to... Like, especially when Hero and Zex are fighting, they're just kind of like, Oh, I see you've also mastered the Zero system. He's like, yes, I've also mastered it. Like, it's oh. just a thing... They kind of just... Uh, it happens oh, off camera. Okay. It's totally non... Sure. Yep. Yeah, they act like it's just not a big deal that, again, the thing that has tricked multiple people into almost committing genocide, just overcoming that, yeah, whatever. The I mean, thing where last happens. time they fought, they got fucking future sick and passed out falling out of their Gundams. They oh, got... They figured it it's out. It's fine now. It's fine now. So, my question for oh, all God, of you... Oh, God, right, I forgot. Yeah, last time the Wing Zero and the <laughs> Epion fought, they fucking brain crashed and, like, had to collapse out of their ships onto wait, the ground wait. and then, like, rolled around and did, like, the comedy fighting thing where they're both so tired that they're kind of like... Was that not and only, they go like, to throw a punch and they fall five over. Or five or six episodes, episodes ago. That, that was yeah. so long ago. <laughs> that was really recent. Yeah, yeah but they both happened. grew and now it's under their control and that's why they gotta give it to their team members. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even go to the Guiana Highlands. <laughs> no one was ever in the Guiana Highlands. How did they get better? I don't understand. You've got to take a rusty sword to a tree or it doesn't count. <laughs> if you aren't getting attacked by a ninja robot under a waterfall, how are you getting better? I don't understand. <laughs> okay, so my question to all of you. We have five episodes left Five in episodes. Wait, what? Yeah, five. We have one more full session and then one episode 49. And, and then I guess we're just going to go off for, for yeah. So my question minutes. is like, where do you think this is going from here? I want to hear your predictions. Jesus. I actually don't know because I don't understand how it would take five episodes for them to blow up the white fang. <laughs> They're to, right to give, next okay. to it. They're I'll right give you a small, a small spoiler. Episode 45, the next one is called Signs of the Final Battle. But then there's four episodes after. <laughs> exactly. Like, they have to beat the White Fang within a couple of episodes, or you're just taking the piss. So, okay, well, I we guess... do need one. Well, we need one episode for Hero and uh, 
you're unrelated to get married. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be one episode. I, <laughs> that's I the most important one. Trace. Yeah, Trace is gonna show up Trace and fuck everything up. an army, so they have to blow up the White Fang and then they have to take on Earth. Yes. Yeah, that's how it's gonna end. The Gundams are, as always, gonna be like, no, Zex, bad, you can't do that, and then go do it themselves. And the whole, the moral of the story is gonna be, and then the Gundams killed both sides and there were no wars anymore. Woo! You say that, but then there's also Endless Waltz. The teens (laughs) did it! Also, yeah, there is endless waltz. Yeah, that's my summary of the story, though, is just the teens did it. Because I cannot, that's, as an aside, I can't uh, wait for you to see the bad guy in endless waltz. I am excited. I have, okay, it's, is it like name, voice, fashion? What should I be ready for? All I don't even it? want to say anything. It's, just, it's totally not what you are All right, expecting. we're like a three alarm fire then, huh? <laughs> All right, can't wait to see this boy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm betting the villain in Endless Waltz just goes to the Roma Fallons on Earth and goes, hey, war. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Well, space anime, I guess. Till next time. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Please don't look up anything about Endless Waltz because nope. I just watch you go into this blind. No, no I want you to know, nothing. I have seen Endless Waltz. I don't remember anything about it. Like, I remember watching it, but I, like, I couldn't tell you how it's even related to this show. <laughs> I know that they try to fire a Gundam into the sun, though. <laughs> And that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> oh my.